Welcome to the Brighter Web Podcast, insights on growing a small business using the latest technology and marketing best practices. I'm your co-host, Robert Carnes. Hey, and I'm Mickey Mellon. Good to be here, Robert. Yeah, likewise. Looking forward to digging into this one about storytelling, because you are one of the master storytellers I know, so getting some some of that out of your brain will be a good thing for all of us, I think. So. You, you just raised everybody's expectations way <laughs> too high. Could be, could be. We'll see how it goes here, though. Um, so why is storytelling worth it for business? Why should a business care about telling stories? I feel like this is something that is certainly communicated very clearly. I feel like most people understand why stories are really powerful and important, and there's plenty of statistics from, I mean, everything from social to neurological studies showing why stories really matter, like just how it connects in our minds, like of yeah. every person. It's, I, I call it like the human language. It's the, the one thing that kind of we all understand that transcends I mean, class and race and time and geography and all of those things. Like it's just stories are told in every culture. And so for businesses, it's really something that it's another way to communicate your message and your information rather than through data and just facts. It's through an emotional narrative that kind of creates an experience in an audience and it's going to be something that sticks with them in the long term. So that's a lot more than just, again, a stat or a piece of data or something that's maybe interesting, but they're usually going to forget pretty quickly. So if you want to communicate in a way that sticks with an audience, story is a good way to do that. Yeah. It reminds me, I took some memory courses a few years ago, which I've not kept up on, but for things like memorizing like shopping lists or whatever, if you try to memorize a list, it's brutal, but if you make a short story out of it, your brain just remembers the story a lot better and it works well. So yeah. Yeah, stories stick. Yeah. That's kind of what the, those mnemonics exactly. are. Like yep. you turn the letters into something that kind of has a, even though it's a nonsensical, right. silly story, it is a story of, of sorts right. that your brain is a lot easier to remember. Yeah. So, so what are some things that every story should have in them? Yeah, I think that's a, a good point because not everything is really truly a story. Like those silly mnemonics don't really right. have a true narrative behind them. They are kind of nonsensical. And so I think that there's four elements that every true story, you know, if you're going to tell a you know, full cohesive narrative, um, four things that every one of those has. Uh, it starts with a context. There's always, you know, a story happens in some place and some time. And you also have to pay attention to the external context, which is basically the platform you're telling that story on. Right. All the, you know, the context really makes a difference of how people perceive the story that you're telling them. So that's one. Uh, character is another very big one. That's pretty self-explanatory. There's There's got to be a person or people that the story is kind of happening to that I think one of the reasons why that's so important is because we want to have somebody we can relate to. We want to have a kind of a point of view that we can, we as the audience can see the story through. And so that character uh, is really important. Um, conflict is one of the underrated ones. People don't often like conflict <laughs> and, and we don't always often notice what that conflict is in a story. But anytime you think about it, every good story has really realistic and heightening tension, right? And so um, that's another way to think about it in your business is that every audience, every person you're trying to sell to or serve has a problem that you can help them solve. And so that's the conflict that you're trying to help them overcome. So that's number three. And finally, the fourth one is change. Uh, as a result of the conflict, right, the person has to transform it into something different. They change their mind. They change their approach to something. And so that story of kind of transformation is what helps resolve, I guess, the conflict and helps the story come to an end. So, and, that, and that's really important in our businesses because when we help show that we've helped make somebody's life better, 
then they're more likely to do business with us. When we can show those those points of transformation in somebody's life, uh, they're a lot more liable to, to come to us and, and trust what we have to say. So yeah, so conflict is an interesting one for me. I remember, I'm trying to remember what movie it was. I think it was The Grown Ups maybe, where there was just no conflict. The story just, it was just a bunch of dudes hanging out. I kept waiting for a story to happen. And they had, they had the context, they had the characters, but they never got into conflict and made it just, just weird without that in there. So that's yeah. an important piece for sure. Yeah. So I think a lot of us understand story. I mean, you laid it out pretty well there as stories go, as movies or whatever. How does this apply to business? What are some ways businesses can use storytelling? Right. So I think a lot of people understand why they should be telling stories. and Like, oh, yeah, I need to do that. But where do I start? What's the practical application of this? Uh, and I think it really begins with what I call story listening. Uh, before you can tell a great story, you have to listen for the stories within your organization. Yep. Uh, and, and it can be kind of tough to find, okay, well, you know, we sell widgets, what, what's our story? Well, if you have people, right, if you're selling widgets to people, or if you employ people within your business, there are stories there. You just have to be kind of willing to pause and listen and see what kind of narratives are happening. And so you have to, number one, be in contact with your audience you know, it's not enough to just kind of drop ship them from a distance. You have to kind of get close to those people. You have to communicate with them and, and really start to get to know your people in order to hear their stories. But you also have to build that trust, right? The visibility with, uh, you know, with them really helps with that. But, you know, in order for somebody to impart their story on you and trust you enough to allow you to tell that story publicly from your organization, they, again, trust is a, a big piece of that. Um, but you, again, you really have to practice at listening in order to kind of hear those stories, in order to capture those stories, and then in order to tell them. Uh, and you also have to always be ready and able to capture those stories, right? Sometimes that means you're having a conversation with a, you know, a possible client or a, you know, a, a favorite customer, and they start telling you something where you have to be you know, quick to identify that that's a story you know, potentially worth telling, and then maybe start taking some notes or say, hey, can I, can I record this? Like, it sounds like this is a really interesting thing that you have to say. Can I record this or could we create shoot a video or go back to this conversation later. You have to be ready and willing to kind of grab those moments as you come across them and then save them somewhere and share them with your team so that your your organization is able to, you know, oh great, we, you know, we captured this great video. Let's now share it on our social media platforms or wherever that is. But you can't do that unless you've taken the time to really listen out for those story pieces and then share them. Yeah, but I think it's kind of a different mindset. I've, I've compared that kind of thing to uh, Photographers are going on a photo walk, mm -hmm. where if they're on a photo walk, they kind of see the world differently, and they're looking for things to photograph. And so if you have your mind tuned to listening to your customers for stories, you'll hear them. Whereas if you're just hoping one grabs you, that may be a little harder to, it may slip past without you realizing if you're not careful. So yeah, yeah. Well, that's a, a pretty good setup for the next question. Yeah, so yeah. So what are some good examples of this? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, it's always easier to practice this when you have good examples to learn from. And so I think one of the organizations that, I mean, is really based around storytelling truly is Humans of New York. Uh, and a quick summation of kind of their backstory, um, Brandon Staten, who is the guy who founded Humans of New York, uh, I mean, he was just kind of an unemployed photographer who moved to Manhattan with a camera and was just like, I'm going to take a bunch of pictures of people and I'm going to post them on this relatively new thing called Facebook. This was like circa 2005 or six. Uh, so, you know, social media was kind of just getting off the ground and he wanted to use that to, you know, to kind of tell the story of people living in Manhattan in New York City. And so he started taking pictures of him because, of course, pictures worth a thousand words. 
and he posted them on Facebook and it, it got a little bit of traction, they got a little bit of attention, but as soon as he started actually in interacting with the, the subjects of his photos, he started actually kind of interviewing them a little bit and hearing a little bit about you know, maybe why they were homeless or why they were, you know, taking this subway train that day or whatever. Like he was asking them for their context and he started including that as captions on each of his Facebook posts. And that's when it really started taking off because people were, again, seeing really viscerally, emotionally charged pictures of people who were, you know, across this city with millions of people. But then they were also encountering the stories of each of those individuals and it was really moving people. And so they've I mean, they've built their entire organization around that, around capturing the stories of these individuals. And it's it's grown so much even beyond just Manhattan. Um, he's gone to many different cities around the U.S. and around the world and captured stories of all of those people. And so that's a really great example. Again, not all our organizations are that focused on storytelling. Right. But we can learn from that example of just, hey, you know, snap a photo of somebody, but then talk to them and hear their story and then share it in a way that's, that's relatable and accessible to the people who are listening to you. Gotcha. It's interesting. Yeah, pictures worth a thousand words, but then adding more real words to the picture mm -hmm. helps even more. So, that's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah, because yeah. without that context, yeah. you can only just guess at what the story is. Yeah. All right. So yeah, I think you've convinced a lot of us. Hopefully, that stories are a good thing to do. But where do we start? It's still kind of ambiguous to some of us. So are there any good resources you can point people to? Yeah. To going? Yeah. There's so many out there and I could spend an entire podcast episode probably <laughs> listing all of the different story books and podcasts, but a few of my favorites, uh, we definitely at Green Melon uh, read and study and really enjoy um, Building a Story Brand by Donald Miller. Of course, that's kind of the, the book that he wrote, but he's also built I mean, an entire business around it. He's also got a really good podcast. He's come out with a lot of free resources on their website. So anything to do with StoryBrand and Donald Miller, I think is a great place for any business to start. He does a great job of very clearly communicating. I mean, a lot of the same things that I've shared here, I've learned a lot from from him and his example. For sure. Um, Lisa Crone, C-R-O-N, uh, is another great writer who talks a lot about storytelling and her most recent book uh, kind of focuses on storytelling and businesses. It's called Story or Die. And I think it's a really engaging, really interesting uh, resource of a book that I would highly recommend. Um, the Story of Business podcast is another good one. That's a podcast okay. obviously built around that. They've, he's got a website with a lot of free resources, so it's pretty easy to find that one and very yeah. straightforward. I don't know that one, so I'll have to check it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a it's a good resource. And awesome. then uh, finally, I guess a little bit of a shameless personal plug. Go for uh, it. I am, I'm releasing a book on storytelling and business uh, later this fall, it'll probably be around the time that this podcast airs, September 2022, uh, that's called The Story Cycle. Uh, and so I will obviously share a lot of the the, the links to all these resources, including my book. Uh, but again, it's, it's based around this idea, story listening, that we just kind of unpacked. Yep. Today is the first of the six steps in the story cycle. Uh, and so if you kind of want to follow that through and, and see kind of all the rest of what it looks like to storytell within an organization, I would highly recommend and hope that people would check out my book. And yeah, I've already had a sneak peek at it. And it's fantastic because you use story so well in the book to help tell the stories you want to tell, which is just a great way to do it, to keep people engaged. I always, I get to the end of a chapter and say, okay, now I need to take a break. And I see just a few words in the next one. I'm like, well, gosh, now I got to see where that goes. And so it yeah, kind of kept me hooked to go all the way through. So yeah, it'll be great. Well, uh, if you have been, thank you for listening to this episode of the Brighter Web Podcast, brought to you by Green Melon, a digital marketing agency. To help your business keep up with the latest digital marketing trends, check us out at greenmelon.com. You can also find show notes and more episodes at abrighterweb.com.